Disclaimer, any and all audio on this podcast has been used for critique, comment, or reporting. As such, are protected under the Fair Youth Act of 1976. Please support the official releases of these projects and their controlled entities. Thank you. Nobody pray for me. It's been a day for me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. But that's a nigga with some counterfeits. But now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant lives. It's like I'm down in this. You say with my boo, they taste like too late for the analyst. Girl, I can buy a Westie world with my base stuff. Who that pussy good? Won't you sit it on my taste plus? I get way too busy. Won't you let me Word up, word up. Yo, we back. This is episode number five of the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. Hashtag Real Rap Raw podcast. Hashtag All That Other Madness podcast. And we here, we excited for episode five. Because we're bringing y'all a long-awaited review. We're bringing y'all Kendrick Lamar. Yo, hot off the presses. It's Friday. This shit came out at midnight. We're already ready to review it. We're ready. We're on one, motherfuckers. We are on one. We're here, like I said, the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast, here to review Kendrick Lamar's fourth studio album titled, Damn! It's me, your boy, the sarcastic criminal, the hip-hop king of the north, Great Pharaoh, and I'm here, I'm joined with my mans, the mumbling mushroom, the profound conqueror, the real boogie with a hoodie, I got my man Bug. I shouldn't even be asking this, but Boog, yo, what you been listening to, bro? <laughs> um, so, I've been listening to Kendrick all freaking day, fam. Like, literally all day. Um, we'll get into it later, but that's pretty much what I've been listening to. Before Kendrick, there was this artist that my boy uh, put me on to. Her name is No Name. Um, she's from, I believe she's from Chicago. She's like a poet. Um, and she's like a rapper. Either she's from Chicago or Detroit. I forgot what I read. But um, haven't listened to the whole album. I think the album's called Telephone. And um, it's pretty good so far. I'm like three, four tracks in. So I'll probably give y'all a full review on that next week. All right, word. That's what's up. That's what it is. That's what it is. All right. We also here with my little brother. We got the visual overlord. B.O.B. The real B.O.B. Food for your soul. We got my little brother, soul in the building, and the same thing, bro. I know I don't gotta ask you what you've been listening to. But go and tell the people anyway what you've been listening to, fam. Hey man, that K Dot's been on rotation since like midnight, yo. Woo. Can't stop listening to it. Can't stop, won't stop. Early, early. All right, like I said, yo, we're here to uh, review Kendrick Lamar's fourth studio album titled "Damn." And before we go into any more, yo, book, why don't you give them the uh, the album iTunes uh, breakdown and review? All right, cool. Here we go. <clears throat> so it says, in the two years since To Pimp a Butterfly, we've hung on Kendrick Lamar's every word, whether he's destroying rivals on a cameo, performing the Black Lives Matter anthem on top of top of a police car at the BET Awards, or hanging out with Obama. So when damn opens with a seemingly innocuous line so i was talking so, so i was taking a walk the other day we're all ears the gunshot that abruptly ends the track is a signal damn is to grab you by the throat um it is 
uh, damned is a grab you by the throat declaration that's a blunt, complex, and unflinching, um, as the name suggests. If butterfly was jazz inflected, soul funk vibrance, damn, is visceral, spare, and straight to the point, whether he's boasting about royalty inside my DNA, on trunk rattling DNA, or lamenting an anonymous violent death on the soul-infused fear. No topic is too big to tackle, and the songs are bold as they're all caps names. Um, pride, loyalty, love, lust, God. When he repeats the opening line to close the album, that simple walk has become a profound journey. Further proof that no one commands the conversation like Kendrick Lamar. All right, that's what it is. That's what it is. And like I said again, yo, this is uh, Kendrick Lamar. Fourth feature, uh, fourth feature album, Damn. It's got 14 tracks. It's 55 minutes long. I mean, just to start off with, uh, I mean, I, what I was looking for with this album, I was looking for something that was going to be a little more, uh, what I could say, uh, like commercial, radio friendly. I think he gave us great uh, think pieces with Good Kid, Mad City, and then to Pimp a Butterfly. And I wanted to see if he can give us something that was that would be a little more radio friendly. And I think he's definitely done that with this project. I think uh, in my notes, I've got about three or four tracks out of 14 that I could definitely hear on the radio tomorrow. And a couple other ones that I wouldn't be surprised if I heard on the radio. So uh, for me, I'm I'm all around pleased with the uh, with this album. I think uh, I think he put a uh, a great foot forward, but Boog, uh, just roughly, what do you think? What do you think about this album? So, <clears throat> I think that. So when I so I'm gonna say my first um, thought about the album was um, one of my friends posted something on Facebook because he had got it early, and he said, "Man, this Kendrick Lamar album weird as hell." So I was like, "Damn!" Like, <laughs> um, but. Um, I really like it. Um, okay, so um, yeah, so I d- tried to not have any expectations for it uh, when I heard it, but and I was like, well, maybe it's gonna. I I, I expected, like you said, to have more um, radio play on the on the album. I didn't expect it to be like P- to Pimp a Butterfly, even though he had Terrence Martin Spo- supposed to have Terrence Martin working with him on this one too. Um, but you know. I really like this album. I didn't like it at first very, like, a lot. But the more I listened to it, the better it got. Um, the production on it is really good. Um, got a lot of think pieces. The whole album is a pretty good story when I when it comes down to it. And um, I like it. All right, that's what it is. That's what it is. Soul, man, what did you think when you first uh, started spinning this album, man? Man, you, you sent me the stream last night, and I'm pretty sure my first comment was, damn. This album is incredible. Uh, I love every minute of it. I feel like the features are very subtle. The app pro, they work amazing. His flow is great on every single beat. I like the way he told the story of it because it is a very interesting story, like how he struggles with his past and the demons that he deals with. And you can tell that even from, like, the song titles. Let's get into this uh, album. We got a track number. Go through it uh, track by track, just like we did when we gave you guys the uh, the Joey Badass review. And hopefully, you guys is feeling. It. Hope you guys give us some uh, some clicks, some likes, all that kind of stuff. Remember to comment or you know write a review. You want to tell us we bugging, tell us we're whack, whatever the case may be. But hit us up. Uh, I do it for hip hop one 
at yahoo.com after this review after you hear about this on soundcloud and all that kind of stuff i said just hit us up i do it for hip-hop one at yahoo.com all right now let's get into it track number one blood now when i first heard blood man i mean the first thing that automatically stood out to me was uh the uh the the echoing in the the dude in the background this is is it wickedness or weakness you decide it's like so that's how we're gonna start this kendrick boom i'm all ears i love the uh the strings that they got playing on it it's the they're very sensual and they uh they really put you in the moment and uh, so i think the the whole build and the whole story that he's telling I th- just to start it off i think it was i think it was a great intro but uh soul what did you think when you heard uh the first track blood the intro track i thought the intro track was a great way to start the whole project i like the story that he told it's a very interesting story sound wise it sounded great i could listen to that that i can even just put in my regular rotation word up word up uh book what'd you think when you heard uh the track blood all right so um i mean it was it was, it was a good intro um what i got from it <clears throat> i always try to um I always try to figure out what they're talking about so I can uh, learn from it. Um, so this, so <clears throat> from from my perspective, I think this whole um, intro track is about senseless killing. You know, um, definitely. So 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 the old lady, so the blind lady killed them, right? So and the reason why it's senseless, because I mean, like you have, you know, we have our five senses, and sight is one of them. She's blind, so she so she's she's you know absent of one of her senses. So. I can you can try you can say that she sense less I mean she's less of senses because she has four not five <clears throat> and she killed him for no reason um so think about that she killed him for no reason so you know um basically um is senseless killing wickedness or weakness um and that's that's the question and he he kind of answers that later on in the album word up that's dope that's really dope I didn't even think about that to look at it like that I said, but uh, let's uh, now go. I mean, that's straight into the point. That's one thing uh, to break away from real quick. I think that uh, Kendrick, with this album, I really think it's a lot more to the point than his other albums. It's not as hard to break down and get into. I think this is one of the things, like, you you pretty much almost get it. You should get it after, like, the second or third listen. I don't think there's anything that's going to hit you ten years from now, five years from now, six months from now. I think you get it right off the bat. It's a lot to take in than his other albums. It's not as heavy. It doesn't have the weight. But we're going to get into the the second track. It's a real, it's a real, uh, second track is a real banger. It's, uh, DNA. Now, uh, Book, why don't you start us off? What do you think about uh, DNA first? Um, I heard, I, I first I noticed the uh, Fox News uh, Geraldo uh, quote that, 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 that started the whole thing. Um, and basically, he's telling you what he's made of on this whole song. Um, he's telling you that um, he has good and bad in him. He has some he has some things that you know are savory and unsavory, but he still made it. Um, one thing that he says on one of the later um, later um, verses, he says, uh, "Daddy probably snitched heritage inside your DNA." So basically, he's oh, talking that was to. My <laughs> he's talking. Oh my bad, my bad. 
Well, he was talking to um, I think he was talking to Geraldo basically about that. Like, you know, now you you a snitch, you 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 a bitch basically for for doing some of the stuff that you do. Um, um, late yeah. So one one more thing about this song that I that I noticed that I really like <clears throat> is that um later on in the song um he has a distorted clip of uh Fox somebody from Fox News I think it's maybe Geraldo too. Um, saying that um, hip hop has done more damage in the black community than racism in recent years. Um, so what's cool about this part is that first of all the clip is distorted. So basically, he, Kendrick is saying, "Don't listen to this. This is bullshit. Like this is nothing but static noise." Um, secondly, while the distorted clip is going on, he's chanting over and over, "I got I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA." Basically saying that. Um, I'm royalty um, and and make sure you listen to this and don't listen to that other bullshit that they're um, they're spewing and um, basically saying um, not to listen to people who put you down because they don't have the same DNA they try to downplay your royalty he says he says go say my DNA is not for imitation your DNA is an abomination which is uh, another line that's you know uh, um, a shot at Fox News I think this whole album is really went at Fox News. I think a lot of rappers are really getting tired of uh, the Bill O'Reilly's all the motherfuckers on Fox that always got some shit to say but don't even understand the culture, don't understand the movement. Absolutely. I love this record. I think the aggression is perfectly placed. It's perfectly delivered. One of, one of my favorite lines that uh, I, I actually uh, put it on Facebook and uh, Twitter uh, where it goes, use it, use it, use the bitch. Uh, your hormones probably switch inside you DNA. And the first thing I thought was, uh, the LGBTQ community is going to come after that ass for this, man. I mean, and, they could, but I mean, I, mean, I don't you, think they will. You said it was nothing, but I was like, yeah. I th- and I told you, I thought on Humble, I thought them bars was nothing on Humble, that he wants to see a natural chick with natural stretch marks, he, he, and they came after him for that. They did, though, so, I mean, so, anything's I, possible, right? I'm <laughs> waiting for a Monday to come, and all these think pieces is out on, uh, now he, he's, he's, anti uh or what is it uh homophobic or transphobic and all this kind of stuff i'm just waiting for all that to uh to, to, to now come up come up in the uh wings now i mean but that'll be easy to uh that'd be easy to uh to come back i mean he ain't the first rapper to call somebody a bitch so nah but he ain't call him a bitch man he said they got their hormones is switching inside their DNA. That's a different level than saying you use a bitch. It is. It is. I mean, I guess it's, it's the next level. But I, I, I hope he doesn't come under fire for it. Yeah, but uh, but soul, uh, what did you think when you heard the first when you first heard the track DNA? Yeah, like you said, um, I like the aggression. I felt like it was very well placed. I like um, I like the whole like structure of the track. The beat was super dope. There was a one line in there that he said that I really, really liked. Uh, I live a better life. I'm rolling several dice. Fuck your life. And he made one about um about his uh about where he came from to where he is. It was uh when I was nine on a cell motel. We didn't have nowhere to stay. At 29, I've done so well. Hit cartwheel in my estate. Oh <laughs> yeah, that was nice. That was a sweet little bar. Oh, my God. You know, just all in all, this track was really super dope. I like the shots that he made at Fox. You know, like you said, a lot of these rappers are really getting fed up with the media and how they're like negatively portraying them, not knowing 
anything about what's going on in the community and the culture and the struggle. Just yeah, running them out, but that's what, that's what the news does. Word up, definitely, definitely dope. But uh, what's my call? Now we're gonna get into the next track, Yah. Yah, I think uh, for me, I'm just gonna leave you off. Um, I think Yah's pretty dope. Uh, when I first saw, I'm like, hold up, yo, is that Kid Capri doing all the? Uh, that's Kid Capri they got doing all the um, all the what is it, the karate chop? Uh, ke- uh, yeah. Kenny over there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even, uh, I didn't even realize he was on there. It's like my second listen. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's oh, wow. Kid Capri. I think that's the perfect voice to, to be doing all that shit. Hey, yo, oh shit, yo, it's Kung Fu Kenny. Oh shit, yeah. look at this motherfucker. Like this is perfect sound. That's the perfect really hype man for the uh for the whole thing. Listen, one dope thing I noticed about the uh Yah. I don't know if y'all realize or even know. Yah, Y H Y A H is Hebrew for God. Mm-hmm. In the original translation, that's Hebrew for God. So I just, I just thought that was, I just thought that was dope. Uh, I definitely think this is one of them uh, kind of like the beat is dope. Everything's dope to me. I like the track, but it's definitely uh, like I can only imagine dudes that get high listening to this record are really gonna be feeling it because I just think it's one of those uh, get high songs. It's a really laid back, slow pace, uh, which is a great con- contradiction to the uh, original, to the previous track, not the original track, to DNA, I think it really slows it back down, uh, and I think it's, I, I like, I like, the, I like that bar where he says, I'm an Israelite, don't call me black no more, that word is only a color, it ain't fact no more, I think that was, that was like my favorite bar out of this, uh, out of this song, but uh, Soul, what you think uh, of Yah when you uh, first heard it? Um, yeah, like you said, it's a great track. The beats are really mellow and nice way to slow it back down. Um, I didn't know that that was Kid Capri either. Really good hype man for him. I like him a lot. Um, I like the chorus. Really simple. He actually takes a shot at Fox News on the second verse. Really, really quick. Was it? Uh, mm-hmm. They go in. Want to want to use my name for percentage? So basically, just tell straight. My up. latest muse is my niece. She worth living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he straight goes in like, all right, y'all Fox. I'm trying to get bread off my name now. Y'all need to chill. But now I feel you. Uh, uh, book. What you I feel think? Like that's what that whole track is about. My bad. Yeah. Book. What you think? Yeah. Um. So. Um. Hold on. Basically, you say anything. Were you feeling this track? Yes, I was feeling this track, and I, I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna get to uh, the part I was feeling and why I think another song is better right at the end. All right, so um, I knew you was gonna have to. That's why I asked you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so to me, that this 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 song is him um, learning to uh, you know, today today I follow my intuitions. Um, which is pretty cool because, um, you know, he's probably been really reserved, you know, for a while. And he, he seems like a he seems like a really reserved dude. He seems like a very thoughtful person. Um, yeah. And today's the day I follow my intuitions. And then and then he says shortly after that, he's talking about Double Park and his Aston Martin in a, in, a, in a red zone. So basically, I'm going to take up two parking spots in a place that I'm not even supposed to be parking. Um Hey, yo, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna that, uh, catch you on that real quick. I think that was that was an homage to Kanye. 
because okay. so I parallel okay. double parked that motherfucker, motherfucker sideways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, he paid yeah. homage to Kanye with that bar. Yeah. So through that whole first verse, um, basically he he's kind of talking like you know I'm going to I'm going to indulge in some of these things that I can that I have access to, and um, life is good. You know, uh, pro- he he has some problems, but it's getting too quiet. You know, almost too too quiet for comfort. Comfort. So, um, chorus goes, "Radars is buzzing." So he's detecting something. So something is going on, but he doesn't really know about it because he can't really see it yet. Because you know, he's he's like he's chilling right now at this point. Yeah, word up, word up. But this was to me the best hook until <laughs> the next song. <laughs> now wait, 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 wait. Three songs in, you're already categorizing the best hook? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Three songs in, and you ready to say, oh, that's the best hook. Look, to me, me, I mean, mean, I've listened to it a bunch, but, like, I do do this. I'm I'm not so, I'm not scared to say, like, on first listen, I'm not scared to say, that's the best song, or that's the best thing he ever put out. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like, when I first heard Yah, I was like, oh, this hook is a beast. I was like, I, don't, I was like, I wonder if he's gonna come up with something better than this. Like when I first heard it, and the very next song, I was like, oh, this one's better. <laughs> <laughs> this is better. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's jump right into it then, man. We're gonna start off with you, Bug Element, yo. This is uh, the fourth the fourth track off the album. Uh, so, Bug, go ahead, man. How you feel about how you feel about Element? Element is uh, really a piece of work. Um, so that chorus, man, that chorus. It, like when he switches the beat, um, if I got slap a if I got slap a punk ass nigga, I think that's what he say. I don't have the lyrics in front of me. I didn't write them down, but I'm, I was listening to it all. The lyrics to the lyrics on the chorus, man. I, I don't have them written down. I just I just remember them like in my head. Oh, if I if I got to slap a pussy ass nigga, yeah, I'ma make it look it. sexy. <laughs> if I got to make it look sexy, so hard on the bitch, I'ma make it look sexy. But, but what's crazy? But what's crazy about the 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 chorus is how he switches the beat and he got this bell in there, and it's it's like the bell on the chorus. It go boom. That just, uh, I, I I can listen to that all day long, like literally all day long. Like, <laughs> um, but um, well, let me see. I have some more notes down here. Okay, so basically he's uh I, I think I think on this one he's um basically talking he he at, at one point he's talking to uh his competitors Drake, Big Sean, everybody. Um basically saying that just say his name and you'll see Candyman. Um niggas want to flip yeah. on me and be in LA for free. Um most most of most throw a rock and hide your hand. Um there's difference between black artists and whack artists. So he says a couple things in there and um He's basically just, so, you know, basically saying, Bro, I'm still on top. Y'all, y'all ain't messing with me. Um, I'm still the best. And if y'all want it, you know, come get it. Come get it. You're not going to take it. I'm out. No, go ahead. So, how'd you feel with uh, Element, track number four? I, I got him by a landslide. We talking about races. You know this will never be a tie. Just look at their laces. Kendrick is saying, Kendrick is saying it Word. Think about his element. Like for starters, this chorus, like you said, book this chorus, hands down, incredible. This, this track, I liked. 
probably the most it's one of my top tracks on the album mostly because this sounds like something i could just hear bumping on the radio absolutely and i could bump this yes I think I think this is definitely uh what I said uh what I was saying before I think he gave us a lot more uh radio friendly records and I think this is definitely Absolutely. one of them I think this is definitely probably out of the first four this is the first record that I would say I could definitely hear on the radio I think DNA possibly but definitely I, I wouldn't be surprised just to get spent on the radio uh one thing I know uh, one thing I like uh what's call it back in the uh what's call it in the first verse where it says D O T my enemies won't catch my um won't catch a vibe for the uh won't catch a vibe for this shit. That D O T when he says that, I think he means two things on that. I think uh D O T mean I think he's actually talking about himself. K dot like dot my enemies uh what's him call it won't catch a vibe and I also think he means D O T as in damage over time. My enemies won't catch a vibe. Okay. I thought that was dope. That that could be played two ways because that's actually what D dot O dot T dot means damage over time. I've seen the yeah. I work in manufacturing, so it lets you. <laughs> it's a warning sign that's on walls with DOT. Uh, not just it's not just Department of Transportation. It can mean damage over time for anything uh, in terms of like hearing. Uh, but in this aspect, I think he means career. I think he means emotions. Just in general, you as a person are going to catch damage over time. Fucking with me, you know what I mean? You, you can't catch this vibe. This is going to hurt you. And then uh, what he says, all my grandmama's dead, so ain't no, so ain't nobody praying for me. I'm on your head. Like when he said, I'm like, oh shit, this motherfucker. Like that's it. Yeah, he 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 he's not playing. Yeah, like he's really like, oh, all my grandmama's dead. I'm on your head. Like you know, ain't playing for me. And one thing I know is, yo, yo ain't none of y'all talk about y'all y'all ain't, y'all ain't catch that juvenile reference in this track. Yeah, I caught that. Yeah, yo, that's that shit was dope. I thought that was. Dope. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. I thought they were gonna see me, huh? Niggas thought the K dog <laughs> real life. Huh? Like I thought that shit was hot as hell when he yeah. gave, when he gave that juvenile reference. Just out out of nowhere on verse on the beginning of verse three, and then he flipped it right back into the flow and just uh, kept it going for the uh, to the finish. And I said the same thing. I think that hook is definitely one of the doper hooks. Uh, only problem with the hook is that is not a radio friendly hook. At all? Who cares, bro? It's, I mean, I it can, it, they can make all sorts of stuff radio, radio It's so good, but then it's like, uh, it's, what what they would turn this into on the radio would probably be an abomination to make me not even want to hear the track no more. Tell me, how, how do you edit if I if I got a slap a pussy nigga? How do you edit that? What do you turn that into? Just, 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 uh, just silence, right? Nothing. We're just here. Yeah. Yeah. Blank spot. The longest. It's really, really difficult. <laughs> I mean, it's a big ass blank spot for longest shit. But uh, what's we call it? Let's keep it moving, man. Let's keep it moving. Uh, the the next track on the album is Feel. And uh, what's we call? We're gonna let uh, Soul, man. Why don't you lead us off and how you felt when you first listened to Feel? Um, I like the way he came off Feel. It's another one of those slowed down tracks. I feel like he gave us a uh, a soft aside about like what's really going on and how he really, you know, feels. I like the way he conveyed his emotions on it. The intro was really like really rough because you can feel it when he's saying, "Ain't nobody praying for me." Because I'm pretty sure, like, when you're at that celebrity status, 
they probably feel like that because you know they probably figure a lot of people think oh this dude got millions he don't need none of that he don't need no extra help word up word up so you wanna uh book man what did you think when you heard feel uh all right so uh feel um so, so the nobody's praying for me thing definitely um is a theme throughout this song um the song about all of his feelings um he has so i think he kind of feels alone to, alone towards the end of the song um because he says i feel like it's just me look i feel like i can't breathe so he's talking about himself um darkest hours lost it so when he says darkest hours lost it um he's probably referencing uh like an emotional state like you um from to pepper butterfly i know you you like that song yeah, that's my joint yeah <laughs> um but so so he's referencing that so that's like a one of one of his real darkest hours where he felt helpless um and then he, he then he goes to say the feeling is toxic i feel like in uh, i feel like i'm boxing demons um yeah for, for that it seems like he's referencing my one of my favorite songs off of to pimp a butterfly for sale when he's talking to lucy and well, lucy's talking to him what you how you feel about it um so i i think i think he's uh on this one kind of like i said he feels alone he's trying to uh just you know reconcile those feelings that's dope. That's dope. Uh, what's it called? I, I guess I guess you sound stuck. I really like you off of uh, "To Pimp a Butterfly." That's my favorite song off that album. "Feel" is actually probably my favorite song off this album. Uh, <laughs> it just resonates, it resonates with me. Those, I mean, like uh, back when I was in high school, there was a time where I, uh, I, cont- uh, I thought about suicide. I was in like a real bad, real bad play. I was a lot, of, I was you know making a lot of wrong decisions and you know you get to that point where you just like right, I, just, I just, just can't figure out what to do to, to fix the shit so you just think you just think about so it's like I, these these kind of songs always bring me back to that place but in a good way because I'm not there no more so when I when I hear these kind of songs and it's like okay I used to feel like that for a long ass time and then to not feel like that no more and be able to listen to these things things like this and really you know keep moving without without it changing me like it used to put me in a these kind of track used to put me into a real funk and now to see where i've evolved to where they don't phase me i can relate to it i can understand it and i can keep moving is a uh it's a big deal for me but uh one of the one of the dopest things that i liked about this track is how he started basically every bar with I feel like I, and it, it reminds yeah. me of like an elementary school level kid you know growing up when you know they got to write a, they got to write a paper and they start an, an opinion paper and everything is uh I feel like it's not fair um I feel like you know how little kids always start everything and the teachers always telling you don't say how you, don't say I feel like just say how you feel yeah. It's like he, and this this is that same concept. He keeps saying, "I feel like." It's like, okay, I get you. You feel like that. Don't don't tell me I feel like. Just say how you feel. You don't got to tell me how. You don't tell me I feel like. You don't got to tell me I feel like every time. You know what I mean? Just say how you feel. And that's the type of vibe. That's the same. Like I said, the same type of vibe I get off this record. I really like. I really like this record. Like I said, it's my favorite one. I think off the album, like as a whole. And as I know, that's probably weird as shit. 
because I picked these old somber ass songs. Like, oh damn, that's your favorite. Like, that's gonna be. This is probably that's probably gonna be my go to song on this album. Which is really weird, I know. But um, nah, it's not weird. But I get it. It's not, it's weird. not weird. Okay, it's not weird, but you get it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right, so let's. Uh, but hold on, hold on. One, one, one thing. Uh, I definitely appreciate you. You know, putting yourself out there and uh, talking about. Talking just briefly about your story a little bit, you oh, know, to give yeah, cats yeah. a, 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 you know, a little window into what's going on and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, man, we live, we live regular ass lives, man. We dads, we sons, we brothers. You know, what I mean, we, we live regular ass lives. We make regular ass decisions. We not, we not celebrities out here doing this shit. We regular folk that grew up a regular way. You know what I mean, went through shit and you know, created a platform we could share. So that's what we're gonna do here. But uh. What's called? Let's uh, let's just keep it moving, man. Let's not drag it down too far, man. We're gonna get right into the next track, which is probably my uh, next favorite track because my favorite is human being on the world, Rihanna. Now let me just get Rihanna is my um, this is my cheat person. Oh, so if you got a hall pass? Yeah, if I get a pass, or or or, or, or if you said, just or or even if you don't get a pass. If I don't get a pass, I'm not, if I don't get a pass, I'm still not passing this up. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, what you want me to do? It's fuck Rihanna, bro. <laughs> so anything that happens, like Rihanna, this is it, and this is definitely another one. Uh, loyalty, what's called track number six with Rihanna, is uh, definitely a radio. I think this is radio ready, like tonight. Like I need yes, to get yeah. this one. Monday going to work. Uh, this is definitely radio ready. I think the back and forth Rihanna and Kendrick is is super dope. I feel like they've been working together for years with the chemistry that they Sounds have. Sounds like the it. Record. I think their voices complement each other uh, nicely on the record. I think I think Rihanna is definitely one of those people who can uh, kind of fit almost any anybody she's with. She can make it. She can you know adapt to their style. And I think Kendrick Vice, I think they're very uh, universal in that aspect. Uh, what's gonna call it? Um, uh, when uh, Kendrick gets his little old, I think he does like his little old to old dirty bastard. When he says that shimmy yeah, shimmy yeah, shimmy yeah, rock. I think that was, yeah. I think that was a little shout out to old dirty bastard. So, but uh, what's gonna call it? Um, so what'd you think about when you uh, heard this song the first time? Loyal. Um. I'm a big fan of the song. Like you said, I feel like it's Radio Ready. That's another one of the tracks that I feel like can be bumping on 97, like right now, tonight. Um, I like that homage to ODB. I like Rihanna's verse a lot, and I do agree. I like the way that they uh, that they sound together. I feel like they do synchronize and harmonize really well. And have they ever done any work together? Uh, not that I know I of. They've done anything together. I think no, they sound really together. good. Yeah, that, like really, they've been working really, together for years. Really good synergy. Really good synergy between the two. Word up, word up. Uh, uh, Boog, what'd you think when you heard Loyalty? Um, like you guys said, it's, it's a Radio Ready song. This, this is the next one up. After Humble, after Humble Rises, of course, this is the next one up. Um, And, he would, I mean, he would be ridiculous for not putting this next one. I mean, Rihanna's on it. Yeah. Um, really. So it's. Oh, it's like, you know, destined to, you know, be on the charts. Um, one thing about this song, basically, he's, it's pretty simple. You know, he's trying to he's trying to say, you know, who who and what are you loyal to? But the thing, um, the thing is, um, 
he wants to emphasize who are you loyal to um because basically people are our greatest resource right and in the in the song they didn't ask what are you loyal to basically they said who are you loyal to and that's basically to say that um they didn't want you to get confused with asking you an extra question that doesn't really matter like what are you loyal to because that will confuse the message they want you to be loyal to your friends and loyal to your family yeah um uh, and the one one thing that he says in the chorus, he says, uh, 10-4, no switching sides, uh, fell something's wrong, you shifted, you don't ride with me no more. Um, and that's basically saying, look, like, if, you, if you're down with me, stay down, uh, don't start acting crazy, just be loyal. Word up, word up. That's dope. Uh, alright, now with that being said, let's get into the next, uh, let's get into the next track, we're just gonna jump right into it. Pride and soul. Now, let's. Why don't you lead off with pride this time? Um, I really like the track Pride. I feel like it was a uh, another one of those darker, darker tracks. Um, even the uh, the very intro starts off. Love's gonna get you killed, but pride's gonna be the death of you and me. Mm-hmm. I feel like he. Uh, I feel like he. Uh, was really reflective and retrospective on this track. Okay. He says thing like, I understand I ain't perfect. Probably won't come around this time. I might put you down. Last time I ain't give a fuck, I still feel the same now. That's dope. Uh, yeah, um, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your thought, man. Oh. Yeah, no, I was going to say, it feels like he's uh, almost like trying to get redemption. For something that he did Okay Got the track Cause he um Cause he has that little uh Break where he says Maybe I wasn't there Over and over Yeah Maybe I was Yeah That's how you, That's how he you says I wouldn't blame you For mistakes I made Or the bet I laid You know Stuff like that Yeah mm-hmm. Yeah Maybe I wasn't there That's dope That's dope uh, For me man I, I really like this song I think this is another one Of those uh, Real slow down Kinda yo I'm tripping off something type of beats. Uh, I can only imagine like the vibe that the West Coast is gonna have, having this kind of shit, blasting with the top down. You know, you tilted on switches and shit like that. Uh, one of my favorite bars, he says, uh, "What's gonna call it? I can't fake humble just cause your uh, just cause your ass is insecure." I mean, damn. Hashtag bars. That's real rap raw right there. I can't fake humble just cause your ass is insecure. That shit was dope as hell to me. And then uh, when he says uh, a perfect world is never perfect, only filled with lies. I think that's another. Those those are my two uh, like my two favorite uh, bars, half bars, whatever it is on the uh, on the track. And uh, last I really I really like the track. It's real mellow. I think it's got a real like a uh, real Frank Ocean-y type of sound. Like I would have loved to hear if if you would have put Frank Ocean on this shit and see what Frank Ocean could have did with it. But uh, I really uh, I really like this record. Book, what do you think about Pride? All right, so <clears throat> I hope y'all bear with me. I got a bunch to say about this song. This is my favorite song. I was gonna say, album. is this your favorite song? <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. I'm glad, and I'm glad you. I'm glad. I'm glad you uh, saved me for last because I really really like this song. Um, so when I first heard it, um, I mean, I had listened to it a couple of times to actually really, really, really solidify the fact that I liked it. Um, it reminded me of this girl I used to listen to 
a couple years ago. Her name is Lana Del Rey. She she sounds like she should probably be on this. Um, and I don't know what she. I think she's. I think she's from the West Coast. Um, but she just sounds like how, how the song is, like the sound of it. Um, it sounds like something that she would make. But um, so, but this this chick Anna Wise, man, like she. When she's on a song with Kendrick, man, it's, it's always gold to me. Like, always. Um, so, let's start with the top. Um, love's gonna get the best of you, or pride's gonna... I mean, love is gonna... I mean, love's gonna get you killed, but pride's gonna be the death of you. Um, so, I looked at that, and I was like, why'd you say you and you? You know, like, love's gonna get you killed, and pride's gonna be the death of you. So, like, like why we got these... We got these two yous there, you know. So, yeah, like, it's two different people he's talking to. Exactly. So, this, so, so this, this, this is where I went with it. Um, and so, you know, if if you're a religious person, uh, you believe in the soul. Um, no pun intended, soul. Um, <laughs> but you believe in the soul, and you believe that you know uh, humans are made of flesh, and then you have your soul. Your soul is really you. That's the person. Um, so, love is going to get you killed. So, basically, love is going to kill you here on earth. Um, but pride is going to going to prevent your soul and to get from getting into heaven. That's kind of how I took it. Okay. Because because I you know I, I had to separate this you and you thing. I was like I got to figure out what that is. Yeah, nah, that makes um, that just makes perfect sense, man. That shit fits like a motherfucker. So um, some so my my main critique on this song comes from the chorus. That's what really really uh, struck me. Um, and it says uh, it wasn't all to share, but there. Um, that's one of the girls she sings it, and um, basically all of your basically I took that as all of your past wasn't meant for everyone else to know, but it's there. So it wasn't all to share, but there. So, um, but he shared it already. So he already told us that um, he may have caught a body and things like that stuff that he done stuff that he's done on his previous albums. Um, and then he says, in another life, I surely was there. So basically, Kendrick is saying that the stuff that he did was a part of another life. And right now, he, he's a different person now, um, but that still that person still remains inside of him. And then he says, and then the chorus says, I care, I care. And he wants to make amends for his past uh, transgressions, and that shows that he cares. Um, and then they go into um, him and Anna, Anna Wise goes into a, to a duet that says, maybe I wasn't there. And uh, that's Kendrick's pride talking, in my opinion. Um, okay. That's him. That's him telling himself that maybe he wasn't there. You know, maybe that person doesn't exist. And um, to bring it back to the top, to bring it back to the uh, getting into heaven and things like that. Um, that's his pride. His pride is not going to. Um, that's going to prevent him from getting into heaven, thinking that he never was there, that he never did these things. He never forgives himself. He doesn't make amends for those things. So that's going to prevent him from getting into heaven. So I, I, I love this song, man. This is one. This is my favorite. Yeah, definitely. This is definitely your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell, motherfucker. This is definitely your favorite. All right, but all right, let's get uh, let's get real quick. Uh, we just gonna run over it real quick, yo. The next track, humble. I mean, I think we can go over it real quick just for the fact that I think everybody fucking knows yeah. by now. If you don't you're living under a rock, this is the uh, this is the uh, premiere single produced by Mike Will made it for uh, for his album. And what can I say? I mean, based off based off now listening to this record, I will say in context with everything else, this is this is King Kunta from 
uh, to Pimp a Butterfly. This is that. This is supposed to be that kind of record. That really like shock and bam, take that. And uh, yeah. I said the track is super dope. I think the folds aren't overcomplicated. He's got plenty of foldables that you can fucking uh, you know, what I mean, putting your tweets, putting your memes, all that kind of shit. You could talk about for days, figure out if he's talking to somebody, what he's talking about. But uh. Yeah, I mean, it's Humble. It's been here. We, we broke it down already, but uh, any new thoughts on Humble? Um, No, just that uh, this, that Grey Poupon, that Avion, that TED Talk. Anybody ever ever had Avion water, bruh? It's different. All right, all right look, 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 look. Nah, okay, look, yeah. It look. is different. My nigga. What? I don't, I'm not a fan of water. Everybody, I, I, I think we all know that here. Like, I'm not a big water drinker. So I sat and I said, fuck you, I'm going to spend this ridiculous amount of money on yeah, fucking don't spend money. Bob's <laughs> When I tell you, spend, what did I spend, like $3? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, but it's a little good. ass bottom, like Poland Spring, I can get a fucking two liter for $1.50. For, for yeah, exactly. fucking, yo. Yeah, that water was fucking delicious, bro. It, like, he's basically saying that all y'all other rappers is regular Poland Spring, bro. I'm Avion. That is, it's crazy. Yeah. I can't front. After you said all that about Avion, I said, I gotta drink some of this shit. I tried yeah, to, like, bro, it's different. Like, this is really good same. water. Like. And Kendrick knows this, son. He knows that. <laughs> and you do too now. Yeah, for real. I said, okay, Kendrick gets some Avion. Like, like, definitely. I gotta give him that. Gotta give him that. It. But alright, let's uh let's get right into the next track. Lust. Now uh what's we call Bug, why don't you go ahead? You lead us off on Lust. That sounds horrible. That, did that come out right? Is that <laughs> yeah, you good, you good. <laughs> I mean I don't subscribe to the pause game. I don't knock anybody that does. But every once in a while some some shit you do gotta just be like, alright, pause, cause that might not have came out right. But alright, but go ahead, yo. <laughs> All right, so uh, just a first thought about lust. Um, just remember this one line. Lust comes before love, obviously. Um, that's what I think. Um, he says, uh, so um, the song in general is, a, I believe this is one of the slower ones. Yeah, um, yeah this is one of the slower ones. Um, I, I definitely, I definitely like this song. Um, it's not something that I would always listen to, um, but I like I, I can play, I can play through this one. I'll say that. I say, I'll say, I'll say, I, I don't think I would go to it, but I, I can, de- I like, I can play through it. Like, like it's not going on a playlist, but when you're actually playing the album, it's not a skip. It can, it can. No, it's definitely not a skip. Okay. Um, so some of the things that stuck out in this song. I have, a, I have a bunch of stuff written down for this one too, but I'm gonna try to get through it really fast. Right, um, sure. well, the, the one of the fun, the craziest things about this song is um, obviously the "Let Me Put the Head In" uh, <laughs> line, right? But 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 what really what comes after that? He says, "I promise, just a touch," right? And if you hear how he says that. Like he sounds desperate. He sounds borderline yeah. like creepy, son. And like, <laughs> like what? And, and that's, I mean, and that's kind of like he's second guessing himself, and that's kind of like how, I guess how lust does. You know, you you want to do it. Like, let me put the head in. That's very prominent. Like he's sure about that part. But 
like <laughs> about what like how to actually go about it he's like i don't know about this um so um yeah but the song the song the song the, in the verses it's a uh, it's about like you know adrenaline rush you know things uh material things that make you feel better and make people lust after you um my last point on this song is it comes at the end um and he says and he says uh uh, lusting over our daily routine, even after protesting. That's that was my uh, that was my note. But the line he says, "Bet they ag- bet they agree." Parade the streets with your voice proudly. Time passing, things change. Reverting, reverting back to our daily program, stuck in our ways, lust. So, to me, that 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 uh speaks to protesting, and it comes right back to the chorus. Let me put the head in. You know, like people want. <laughs> Let me just put my toes yeah. in the water, type of thing. Just enough, exactly. exactly. Just enough to, just enough to make me happy. And people do that with protesting. Um, you know, uh, they parade the streets. Time passed, things change, revert back to our daily programs. Um, we we can't wait to get back to um, our schedule. You know, we don't we, we we want to we want to we want to make a change. We want to make a difference. But at the same time, we want to get back to our couch. Yeah. And um, I agree. And, and that, that's kind of that's kind of what to me at the end of it. That's where it goes for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to agree with you on that. Cause that's that's actually the uh, the only bar that I have uh, uh, like like spotted out. For this record, because I agree the same thing. I remember I saw a meme with a little Duval where he's kind of leaning back with his hands going behind his head and said, "What we fake caring about today?" Yeah. I don't know if you ever seen that, but I, to me it's like that's exactly what you talk about. It's like, okay, well, what's the alert for the day? Because I know y'all only gonna give a fuck for about you know 24 hours, and then we and then y'all moving on to whatever this y'all was already doing. And I think definitely agree. Like this, uh, that last little end kind of sums up exactly what he means about with this whole song. And then definitely, uh, that's I think I agree 100%. But let me put the head in. It's basically that same thing. Let me basically just get in. Let me just get the head in, cause then I can say. I get it. Like even just with that little bit, I can say I did it. Yeah. So what you think? Oh, uh, not nah, before. Uh, what's it called? No, I know it's one thing. Uh, it's real. The the production on this shit is really a uh, psychedelic type of thing. It's really kind of trippy. It's a uh, really Andre 3000 ish. She lives in my lap. Yes. Uh, off the uh, the Love Below album. Yeah. It, like if you play them one after the other, it, it like. I remember an original track listing said said featuring it said Andre 3000 was the feature, and I can't help but to think he had a verse this was it. song. Like mm. this is it. This is Andre 3000 song. Yeah. And I can't help but to feel like maybe his verse got pulled or something. But uh, Soul, what'd you think when you heard Lust? Um, like y'all said, like y'all said, this is a definitely a dope track. It's not one of the ones that I'm gonna like jump to when I first put the album into play, but it's not one I'm going to skip neither. Um, he sounds really, really thirsty throughout the whole track. You know? I'm pretty sure he says, uh, he says, I need some water right in the chorus. Yeah. I like, uh, I like, uh, one of the lines that he says, one of the bars, uh, we all woke up trying to tune to the daily news, looking for confirmation, hoping the lecture wasn't true. All of us worried, all of us buried in our feelings deep. None of us married to his proposal make us feel cheap. Yeah. 
with that nice little uh, shout out how we don't really uh, rock with what's going on in the White House right now. Yeah, definitely. Like definitely. that, he's a. Uh... Go ahead. Finish Go it. ahead. Now, I was going to say, it's definitely, uh, he's definitely, he always has that, uh, I think those little gems that kind of time capsule his records. And this is definitely one of those mm-hmm. parts where it's like definitely is going to always, this track is going to speak out for the time that we're in right now. Yeah. Yeah, but no, that's uh, I like, uh, I also like the bridge a lot. It's the, uh, one line where he, uh, references James 4-4, where it says, a friend of the world is enemy of the Lord. Yeah. I feel like the uh, the whole track, the uh, the lust for power, fame, the money, the cars, the clothes, all of that is a uh, reflective of this one bar where he references that Bible verse. I thought that was really dope. Nah, that's dope, really dope. <clears throat> all right, but uh, what's some call? Let's keep this uh, let's keep this machine going, man. We're gonna get into the next track, Love, featuring uh, Zakari. Yeah. I don't know who this dude is. I just thought as soon as I heard him, I was like, who the hell is this dream sounding motherfucker? Right. I, I, I said, what? I said, right. Yeah, like, I really, I'm like, is this, I'm like, this ain't dream. Dream sounds way crisper than this one. He said, but, I mean, I like the sound. I enjoyed the record. I think it's real. This is one of them records that you can, I think, same thing, you can kind of just put it and go. It's a real enjoyable record. Uh, And I think, I think Kendrick is really, uh, he, he, he channeled his inner Drake on this record, I think. Like, I could definitely hear this coming off a Drake album. With Drake doing these exact bars. Uh, another one that I think, this is another one I think is definitely radio ready. If Kendrick wants to put it on the radio. And, re- and really pulling, pull you know, nice little fan base. Uh, like, uh, boost his little female fan base with some sex appeal. I think this is definitely the record to do that with. But, uh, so, what do you think about Love? Um, this is one of my, uh, more favorite tracks of the album. I like the whole beat. Like you said, he is, uh, channeling his, uh, his, his inner light skin, trying to boost up his female numbers. And I do appreciate that. I appreciate how he, uh, shows his versatility on the album as a whole by covering these, uh, different spectrums and these different topics these different flows and feels I like the uh, I like the way the chorus goes it's all in all an awesome track I've never heard Zakari before either I'm probably gonna be looking forward to hearing some more from him oh most definitely I'm gonna look him up next definitely definitely Bulls how you feel about uh, how you feel about love um <clears throat> like you said this is definitely a radio ready song hopefully it comes after after the Rihanna song um, but the, it, 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 it falls in a good place because you know love comes after lust, um, yeah. and uh, I think I think he 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 did it that way on purpose. Um, yeah, I think I think the arrangement of this album is really kind of it's set, perfect. Set right, you got pride, you got pride, you got to get it, humble. It, you know, like, it comes right down to the end, man. Like, it really does. It comes down yeah. to the end on how he put this thing together. Yeah. Um, but this song, he's talking about his girl, I believe. I mean, if, if he's not, then I don't really know what he's talking about. Um, basically, he's, you know, if, 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 uh, if I ride Blade on Curve, would you still love me? Basically, you know, that sounds like a reference to 50 Cent's 21 Questions. Um, basically talking about his girl. 
um, verse two is where he really gets into it, I believe. Um, he's reminiscing about time spent with this girl, or he's telling us about time leading up to his proposal, because he says, um, "I brought a big one to prove it." Basically, he brought her an engagement ring. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure what he's talking about, but I'm pretty sure it's either you know he's talking about you know uh, some good times with this girl, or like the day and the moments up to um, him proposing to her. Uh, keep this uh, keep this train moving, man. After love, what's next? We're gonna get into uh, XXX or Triple X, whatever, however you wanna uh, tag it, title it. And this was actually featuring you too. Uh, Bono was on this record, which I thought was uh, a really different feature to have. I mean, I don't see too many rappers putting Bono on records on U2 on records. Has Jay Z even done that? I mean, that's really like a Jay-Z type of move to me to have like... Then Jay-Z, uh, what was Beast Chair? Was that Coldplay? Coldplay. Okay. That's Coldplay. Yeah, like that, yeah, like I see them. Was Beast Chair Coldplay? Yeah. yeah. That was Coldplay. Yeah, I knew, I knew it was some band. Yeah, like, I, like, like I said, that's something that I see more from a... Definitely from a Jay. But I like Kendrick's grabbing these uh, more, you know... I say obscure for hip hop acts because he's obviously he's got an eye for that kind of stuff. He's very uh his, his, his taste is very eclectic. But uh I thought this was a real slow starter for me, and uh I almost skip it every time until that second beat change, and then when the beat goes in hard, like that's really what makes makes up the record for me because I really really was like like this is this is almost a skip for me like if. If I can get to if I can get to the clicker to, to to go to the next record before it changes over that second time, then it's done. But once it changes over, you start hearing the police sirens and shit like that. Then I'm in. I'm into it. And, uh, he has a one bar. Uh, Ain't no black power when the, when uh, when your baby uh, is killed by a coward. It's like oh damn. I thought that shit was dope. Uh, I think the second verse starts off uh, super dope when he's uh. Hail Mary, uh, Jesus and Joseph. The great American flag is wrapped in drag with explosives. Like, oh, beat to it. Oh, beat to it. Oh man, but come on, son. I can imagine that. I can't wait for the think pieces that's coming out for this shit. But uh, soul, that I stole your glory. Uh, what do you think about this record, V? <laughs> um, I feel like this track. As a whole, is really dope. I like the beginning. I like that opening beat. I don't know that deep bass just knocking just makes you want to go and do like 80 on the freeway. No, definitely, definitely. This is definitely one of the records where it's like, oh shit, I think I'm speeding. <laughs> you look yeah. at the speedometer. That's like, oh fuck, I am. Damn, like, oh, right, I'm 85 uh, 65. Yeah, definitely. But um. I appreciate you too on this track because like you said you don't see rappers doing stuff like that bringing on like old classic rock bands that are like really popular even though I don't think you two is all that popular anymore now, um, I think I definitely like the lost a lot of their not to cut you off, they lost a lot of their popularity when I think iTunes gave away their album for free and motherfuckers just had CD in their Apple Music and didn't understand why and couldn't delete it for like the first three months. Like, it was just yeah. there. 
I think a lot of they people lost a lot of points for that. Said about that, like yo, why the fuck are they just in my shit? But go ahead, man. And uh, I like the uh, I like Bono's chorus. Uh, it's not a place. This country is to be a sound of drum and bass. Close your eyes to look around. Um, it sounds like a. Uh, like this country is just, you know, just a lot of noise and ruckus. You don't even gotta like see it to know what's going on, cause you hear it all over the place. What you think, man? What you think about this record here? Um, <clears throat> this was a um pretty interesting story um for me. Um, so well, it, it, it not not a, not like my story, but. The, the song was a pretty cool story um, so basically his boy comes to him um, about his son being killed by the police and his boy like so Kendrick is obviously the clear headed friend right so he his friend his friend always comes to him for advice and this time you know he, he, he comes to him destroyed my boy just got killed um, the, and, and the line goes killed his only son because of insufficient funds um, he was drunk and talking crazy, basically. Um, and uh, his friend comes cause, comes to Kendrick because Kendrick is level-headed. Uh, he wants somebody to come his nerves, <laughs> but Kendrick goes the other way because he was like, "Bro, you should go out there and get him." And <laughs> and um, you know that to to me to me that is interesting because a lot of times, um, a lot of times I'm that friend that uh, people come to for, I guess, level-headed or um, very calming advice sometimes. And like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, people, when I tell you, man, I could be off the fucking wall and all I got to do is call Boog and all of a sudden I'm, like, extra extra normal again. <laughs> like, I could be at 100 and call Boog and then by the time I'm done with a conversation with this motherfucker, I'm at 5. Yeah, so. That's what I was so bad about. Like, like Boog is that dude. I've had a, I've had a couple situations where um, somebody's came to me for that calming advice, and I'd be like, "Man, fuck that, get him," you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> and they'd be like, "What?" I'm like, no, <laughs> like, no, this is time, you know. And like one of my friends, one of my friends, uh, you know, because I used to always have that calming thing. I never had the "fuck it, go get him" uh, aspect to my life. And one of my friends, he was like, "Man, sometimes you just gotta." Um, you gotta let me go. Like he he was he was mad at somebody one time, and I was trying to calm him down because he's about to go fight. And he said, "Man, sometimes you gotta let me go." And I took that. I was like, you know what? Sometimes I fucking do. Like I like gotta, ain't ain't, ain't no do. calming advice. Sometimes sometimes you gotta let people get their feelings out. Um, I'm not saying you should go out and kill anybody, but um, I don't think the friend did that. I hope he didn't do that. But you know. I think that's that that to me that that stuck out with me in this song, because um, it's kind of like the same experience. Let's keep let's keep these wheels turning, man. We almost done. We on track number twelve of fourteen, which is a uh, fear. And uh, book, why don't you start us off with uh with fear? All right, cool. So fear is the longest song on the album. It's like seven minutes long. Um, so he has, I think he has four verses on here. Um, yep. So, but I'm gonna skip skip right to the last verse. Um, the, the 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 first three verses are pretty cool, but the last verse really brings it home for me about what this album is all about. Um, <laughs> so he starts talking about his fears. 
Um, he has some lines in there. Cause my DNA won't involve won't won't uh, involve me in the light of God. He has a song called DNA. Fear that my humbleness is gone. He has a song called Humble. Fear losing my loyalty from pride. He has a song called Loyalty and Pride. In this in this little part in this little section, um, he has a bunch of lines that name a bunch of his songs. Um, and basically, like fear takes different forms. You know, you can be, um, you can have fear of, uh, fear can make you lust. Uh, fear can make you be something you're not. Um, fear can make you kill. Fear can make you not be humble, right? But for Kendrick, I think his fear is, dude has had so much success that he's scared to create a dud. I think that's what this album, this old album is about. Is that dude is scared to flop, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's scared to lose it all. He's scared to lose. Like, one bad record, he's over. It's over. And I, and I think I think it comes to me in my in my point of view, it comes together in the in the song fear that that whole message. Yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Uh, so you want to go ahead, man? How do you feel about the uh, track fear? Um, yeah, like uh, like you said, book that fourth verse definitely uh wraps up the entire album. Pretty much goes over like exactly you know what's going on. I like that he referenced the other tracks. Um, I really like the intro. I thought it was really really cool. How he uh, played it and that deep voice, you know, the why I got, why I got, do I gotta suffer? Pain in my heart, carry burdens full of struggle. And then he reversed it right after. I just thought that was, I just thought that was really ill. The chorus is dope. I like, um, I like the, uh, I like the different stories that he told. In the first three verses, his different instances of fear when he was young and his mom was about to beat his ass from all the scary moments growing up as a teenager in Compton to the fear of being a young, successful brother in the industry and knowing that it can all be gone in a heartbeat. The story, I thought it was really dope the way he told it and the way he tied it all together at the end. Now, uh, for me, man, the first thing I, want, I just gotta know, I gotta figure out who is the dude that's doing the, uh, the refrain right after it starts off, whoever is saying that the why God, why God, do I gotta suffer, like, I just, I need to find out who that dude is, I think he's okay, he's, he's good, he fits, but when I listen to this record, like, I'm always the type of person looking for, uh, dope-ass collaborations, and I'd love to hear Erica Badu on this, let Erica Badu do everything he's doing. Instead, and I think this track is ten times better than what it is. I think this is her type of record to, uh, to do that on. Um, I like how there's no hook between verse three and verse four. He just goes right into it. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I think that's dope. Uh, I, and I've noticed on on all Kendrick's uh, on all, let me not say all because I, I can't I can't think about uh, section eighty too much. But um, what's we call it uh, on. Good Kid, Mad City. He had uh, "Sing About Me." I'm dying of thirst. On uh, "Pimple Butterfly," he had the black of the berry. Like he always has that one like track that kind of encompasses, like Book said, it kind of encompasses everything for the album. <clears throat> And I think Fear for Damn, that's that track for this album. That really, you listen to this one song, and that explains the entire album. Mm. The whole album. Another, 
Go ahead, go ahead. I mean to cut you off, but uh, another fun fact about Fear, and I just remembered this. He used this beat in the heart part four. That second little uh, yes, break. He did spit on this shit. He did do that, didn't he? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like playing it right back in my head now. Yes, he definitely did that. Yeah. Definitely called Lil Big Sean a little bitch. Scared little bitch. Yep. Yeah. I like that he did that. I think that's interesting that he used that. That I think that's real interesting now that that's the fear song. Like that. That's real interesting that that's when he cited that on the heart part four, and now that's that's the that's the the main record on this album to me. Which is fear. That makes sense, though. I mean, like he he doesn't want he doesn't want that dude to take his spot. He he's a, he he wants that dude out of his way. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get it. Yeah. And, uh, oh, nah, but I think I think this record is super dope, man. And uh, let's uh let's uh let's keep it, uh let's keep it moving on, man. What's the next track we got? Track number thirteen. We finished. We about to finish off, man. We got uh uh God. That's the track God Soul. If you want to start us off. Um, yeah, song? sure. I'll start it off. I, li- I like this track. It kind of reminds me of like Kanye West Celebration. I wonder if, you know, we made it. We're doing great. Let's revel in it. Let's enjoy it. Laughing to the bank like, aha. Uh-huh. Flex on swole like, aha. Uh-huh. This track like, you know. is Kanye West Waves off the life of Pablo. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those kind of tracks. Absolutely, the same way it starts everything. This is this is this is this is waves off the life of Pablo. And the same thing I said before. I mean, it's cutting to your time, but I just wanted to jump on it while you were talking yeah. about it. What's we call it? With uh, like I said, with the old uh, track list with all the features, Kanye was one of those features, and I think this song right here should have Kanye on it. Yeah, if any track was supposed to have Kanye, this would have been the one. It sounds like a Kanye beat. Definitely. Definitely. But go ahead. That was all I had to say about that track. I'm sorry to cut in on you like that. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's cool. Um, you know, everything everything he did on the track I thought was really dope. Uh, what did he say? Everything I do is to embrace y'all. Everything I write is a damn eight ball. Everything I touch is a gold mine. Everything I say is from an angel. Yeah. Thought that was really dope. He's trying to, you know, embrace the people, get people, you know, with him. He lets everybody know that, you know, he makes hits, which is proven, tried, and true, especially with this album. You know, I just thought the whole track was dope. Word up, word up. Uh, Book, what you think about this, uh, about this record? Alright, so, um, uh, God helps him get over the fear. Um, that's why God is after fear. But, uh, that's what I think. I think that's how, that's why it flowed like that. Um, um, aha, basically, I got through my struggles. Um, uh, one of the, one of the things he does on this album, he, he, uh, he, he changes his voice a lot to convey a message, I think. And he's done that a couple times. And this one, he does. He does. He says, this, "Don't judge me." And he said, this, "He said this in this really, really, really whiny, annoying ass way." Um, and it's basically, you know, um, 
to me, like he was like that before. You know, he he worried about that, but now he's hit. Now now he's uh he's gotten over the fear. He has God, so he um he's he's gotten over it. Um, and then after that, he confidently says, "Nothing in life I can't handle." Um, which uh, pretty much just caps it off to me, like I got this. I'm doing it. You know, I'm not scared anymore. Let's get into the, the last and final track of uh, Kendrick's fourth studio album titled "Damn Duckworth." Bug, if you want to, uh, you want to start us off with Duckworth. So this is a throw-in, guys. Uh, <laughs> probably absolutely. This this uh, this is a, this is a cool track, but. This has this is just a throw in at the end of the album. That's why it's on the end because God's probably supposed to be the last song. Um, if you if you're looking at the album, how it's actually how it actually builds and that, the story that he's telling, for me, God seems like it should be the last song. Um, so this one's like a bonus track. When you're done, I'm gonna tell you why I think this this song needs to go on. Oh no, no, it does need to go on there. It does need to go on there. But yeah, I, I, I definitely want you to tell your story. But I definitely think it should go on there. But it's a really good song. Um, so Knife Wonders on it. Um, oh yeah, that was dope. <laughs> which is which Wait, is. Uh, let the people know if they don't know what what what, uh, what Knife Wonder is known for. Um, he was. I, I first heard Knife Wonder. Um, he was a producer for a Little Brother. Um, yeah. that's when I first heard him. Um, very underrated. Uh, yeah, very, very underrated. And, um, I believe, if I remember right, this was a long time ago, man. Um, he used to produce for this, uh, this group called Foreign Exchange. Don't quote me on that. Um, uh, if I got it wrong, charge it in my head and not my heart. I mean, shit, because, um, I really, I really think I remember Ninth Wonder producing Foreign Exchange. But this was like... What I'm gonna say, 2004. You know, this was a while ago that I heard heard them for an exchange, and I haven't listened to them since probably like 2006. So, I mean, if my memory serves me correctly, but um, man, he, he's a Knife Wonder is a really, 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 really good producer. Um, anyway, um, so this song this song is a story about um, you know, how Kendrick came to be, um. Life is a funny motherfucker. <laughs> a true comedian, you gotta learn to love him. Gotta learn to trust him. Um, that that's one of the things that I take from this one. Um, and what happens on Earth stays on Earth. Yeah, they they say that throughout the entire album. And basically, yeah. you know, when, you, when you die, you can't take anything with you. Um, so um, I'll, I'll let I'll, I'll let y'all take um, cause I, I mean, cause I could talk a lot about this. So I'll let y'all I'll save I'll save the rest of it for you guys. Right, now, uh, so you want to go ahead? Go ahead, man. Let me know what you think about Um, like you said, bro, I feel like this was definitely a throw-in. It does, it does belong in the album, but I feel like he didn't really have a specific place for it. The way the uh, track listing is placed and all of that. Absolutely. I definitely like the story that he told. Definitely like the uh, way he told that his flow was awesome. The beats definitely dope. I think he uh, I like the very end. I definitely like that uh, that line. What happens on Earth stays on Earth. You know that's you know very prominent. It's very like powerful. Like what's the uh, the last the last bar he said? 
Cause if Anthony killed Ducky, Top Dog could be serving life while I grew up without a father and die in a gunfight. And then it goes to gunshot, and then he reverses the entire album. Yeah. All the way back to the beginning. I thought that was really hot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought that was super dope. Uh, like I, said, I think the story's dope. I think it's one of them dope. There's dope shits. It's actually a real story that Top Dog was was gonna sh- was gonna kill his father in a yeah. fucking KFC drive-through. Like, that's a real ass fucking story. Which means Ke- we would never, we wouldn't have Kendrick. No, we wouldn't. Like, so I think that's a dope ass story. Uh, I mean, I think that's a, this is the best way. I think that's the best way to finish the album. This is similar to like what Kanye. To me, this is similar to like what Kanye did on um. His first album, I was yeah. Fifteen minutes of. Let me just tell you my story real quick. I said let that. I thought that same thing. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you why this is so important to me because I shouldn't be here. If Top Dog would have went with his first instinct, I would not be here right now. You know. So I think that irony and that 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 karma coming full. That's good karma coming full circle because I didn't kill this motherfucker. He made me rich because he gave me a son. At 15 years old, I signed him, and now we're all living the lap of luxury, getting paid. Like what? The, what is the, What is that meeting like? Like, cause, because I'm pretty sure Top Dog oh, knew Kendrick <laughs> before he knew his dad, and then like to be like, "Hey, let me meet your parents," and you take what? Like you take him home, oh, and it's shit, that guy. Ducky, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. <laughs> Oh man, that dinner has to be the most quiet motherfucker. That's like they don't even want to sign something. Sorry. <laughs> oh man, that's but, uh, the reason why I think this fits perfectly right there. It's supposed to be there. It's not a throw-in because if you look, all of this shit tracks one through track eleven. All the bullshit in the world that he's worrying about. And what do the last track, last three tracks say? Fear God, Duckworth. So at the very end. You worry about all this shit in life. Fear God, Duckworth. People who don't know Duckworth is actually Kendrick Lamar's uh, legal last name is Duckworth. Yeah. So to me, it's like you're worrying about blood, you're worrying about DNA, you're worrying about Yah, which is actually God. Uh, you're worried, elements, your, your feelings, who you're loyal to. You're worried about pride, you're worried about being humble and lust and love. All this shit. At the end of the day, fear God, Duckworth. That's all you got to focus on. That's the only thing that you should be worried about when it's all said and done. Which is why I think, and then it play, and which is why I think this song is placed on purpose and perfectly at the end, and why I think it runs it all the way back to the beginning. Word, uh, that's dope. I think it's the perfect cap to you know to cap off the uh, the album. I think it's the perfect thing. But uh, that's cool. That's, uh, so 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 are we getting <laughs> so? <clears throat> get to the speculation. Yeah, are we, are, we <laughs> getting, are we getting any um albums on Sunday? I mean, like the running back is like a resurrection, right? You know, Easter Sunday. Yeah. Are, are we getting that? <laughs> Bro, when I tell I you, I'm, I'm checking the fees, I'm checking the buzz, and I'm I'm not seeing nothing nowhere. Uh, I'm just if Kendrick puts out an album on Sunday. If we wake up Sunday morning with new, new Kendrick, <laughs> greatest marketing fucking plan ever on the face of the world. Seriously. I mean, seriously. It is. Greatest yeah. fucking marketing ever. Not only am I going to push the album, I push the album back 
from April 7th to the 14th. And this is how I'm going to do it to you. Boom. Now no one can be mad at him pushing this album back because it's marketing to the to the grandiose, most spectacular fucking shit ever. Yeah. That would be great. I, I oh, man. I, I would be so hyped. I don't want to get myself excited. I, I, was, I didn't want to bring this up. Cause I didn't want to get myself I to, excited. I had to because only reason I brought it up was because we talked about the album. Because uh, Soul said the album runs back from the beginning. I mean, from the end to the beginning. So I was like, oh, we gotta bring that up now. Word up, because there's gotta be a because if there's a continuation somewhere that this goes in a whole nother direction when he runs it back to the beginning again, and it's something oh, else. Mm. Now I just think of I think now about okay if he runs this back to the beginning. And now he does every song before. The no, no, he we 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 get we get all the songs before he meets the old lady, the blind lady. Oh shit, that would be yeah. old. Now we get everything leading up to the yep. to the old old lady. Yep. So I'm, we'll get everything in opposite in in opposites like loyalty. You know, he'll switch it up instead of you know who you're loyal to. Are they loyal to me? Type of thing. Like he'll really flip everything. But nah, that'd be that'd be dope, man. But I'm I'm not trying to get too excited over this shit because I don't think it'll happen. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let's let's get, let's get to let's get to what we gotta get to now, man. Uh, it's bona fide. The album is here. We got it. What he was trying to capture with this album, I have no fucking clue, man. But <laughs> it's a Kendrick album. I think there's so many emotions that Kendrick tries to uh, convey and get you to and get you through. That I think everybody probably takes this, takes his kind of his music, and goes a different direction with it almost. So I don't, I can't say exactly what I think what emotion he was actually trying to capture. What I will say is, on a scale of one to five, it's a four point eight. Again, I think it's a damn near perfect album. I mean, it's not better than To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, and I think I think To Pimp a Butterfly, I think To Pimp a Butterfly is a five. I would agree. And, and so I'd have to give this a four pointed. I do think this is better than Good Kid Mad City. And I think it's better than Section eighty. I think it's better than Section eighty, but I don't think I think Good Kid and To Pepper Butterfly are one, two. This one's three. Really? Yeah. It's a matter of opinion. I mean your your alternative facts are your alternative facts. Uh, <laughs> Sad if fail, but uh, like I said, I give it a four point eight out of five, uh, and I only give it a four point eight out of nah. There are a couple reasons why, so I can't say only. There's a couple things. It's get it should get docked a couple more points just for having that that fake uh feature list come out that had Andre three thousand on it and but, fucking. But who, but who knows who put that out, right? Who knows who put that? Out? I, I don't care. Care. That's one of the things that once you see it. Once Kendrick got with like, oh shit, this is what they're thinking is gonna be on my album. I, I think I might have to get a song with Kanye on. <laughs> no, actually, because that's all I wanted was this Andre 3000 song. When I saw that track listing, I was like, oh please, can I just get that one? That's all I wanted. Oh man, I think those two together would be insanity. But, uh, Incredible. Well, what do you rate? What do you rate this album? One out of uh, one out of five. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. Four point eight, four point nine. I'm right there with you with that. I mean, I, I mean, you can, I mean, you know, you can, you can, you can, you can mark it lower. Like if you if you're not going on that like point eight, point nine scale, you know, you can do four or five if you really want to. But you know, it's yeah, it's yeah, really, yeah. really, really a top top out. 
Definitely, definitely. Uh, so, man, what you thinking, man? Looking at what's the number? If I had to scale it on a 1-5, probably stood there with that 4.8, 4.9. I can juggle it in between Good Kid and The Pimp of Butterfly as his best. Honestly, I think that this is one of the best projects that he's put out. Um, I like that it's a lot more uh, commercial-friendly, a lot more versatile. It's, uh the stuff that I could hear on the radio, the stuff that I could hear in the club, stuff that I could chill back and sip some wine to, something I could roll up to. It's a, it's a very, very versatile album, and I appreciate Kendrick for the project. Kind of, sort of anticipating something on Sunday, but I'm not keeping my hopes up. Yeah, yeah, don't, please don't, because I think he's going to let us all down, or not let us down, because he's, I don't think he's anticipating shit, but I, I, I don't think he's excited over nothing, but uh, what's call it? now my next question is, okay, Big Sean's put out an album, Drake's put out an album, in this quote-unquote, in the Cold War of hip-hop right now, those are the three guys, is, I think Kendrick's album is definitely better than I Decided by uh, Big Sean, Oh yeah. Is Kendrick's album better than More Life? Absolutely. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I've, I've already, I mean, I haven't, I haven't. I mean, I don't think I'm gonna be uh, picking up More Life any soon, anytime soon, right now. Next question, though. Can they really be compared? I mean, no, not. Really. I mean, and that's and that's the thing. There? That's the thing when people try to compare those two. I mean. They they can be compared because yeah they're both rappers kind of if you want to you know depends on who you're talking to, um, but no they just they're two different brands of music you know like a better comparison probably is J Cole and Kendrick maybe you know yeah maybe is anyone still waiting on that J Cole Kendrick album? I mean I would like to My hear it but yeah. I ain't waiting. On it. Yeah, I'm not waiting on it. It'd be dope. I, I, I don't see, I don't see that coming. I don't think it's gonna happen. But uh that that's what I reserve the rights to believe. I would love for them to psych me out before the end of this year and put that shit out. But uh nah man, this uh I think we're pretty cut and dry. I think we uh all pretty much solidly agree that this album is a four point eight Boog is outvoted on whether or not this album is better than Good Kid Mad City. It's, three, it's two to one. So, uh, you can go sit down somewhere with that. This is number two. You're just wrong. Your alternative fact, you can take them and put them wherever you want. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the quote? But, uh, nah, man. I hope, I hope everybody enjoyed it, man. If anybody want to hit us up, I do, I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com is where you can hit us up and let us know what you think. Or you can, you know, leave comments on these episodes on SoundCloud. Uh, hopefully we can make some uh, some bigger, more major moves coming soon, man. We want to talk to the uh, got to talk to the uh, the powers that be to see you know how they feel how they feeling about everything. And we'll see if we can bring this to you on on some more platforms. But uh, right now you can definitely hit us up. Like I said, I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com and uh, you can find me, Great Pharaoh, on Twitter at Great Pharaoh G R number eight underscore p-h-a-r-a-o-h on the twitter boog man where can they find you at man what's up guys um this is boog you can find me on twitter at mr m-r-c-a-n-i-l-i-v-e and um i do it for hip-hop 
not the part where we do it for hip hop yet. Fuck! <laughs> we do it for hip hop all the time. All the time. I think I'm gonna leave that in there too. <laughs> but uh, what's we call the soul, man? Where can they find you at? Anyway, you can find me soul. You can find me on Twitter uh, at soul underscore Invictus seventeen. That's a S O L underscore I N V I C T U S seventeen. For those of you that are curious, that's Latin for the unconquered sun. Yeah, you can catch me over there. You can catch me on a PlayStation Network. My IG tag is my PlayStation tag. So hit me on the sticks. Uh, what's called? The reason why I didn't close it out was because, yo, Nas did an interview with Double XL. Said he's putting out his new album this year. Yeah, I saw that. Some bullshit and uh, put it out like fourth end of the fourth quarter. So I'm hoping that we don't get a Nas album in fucking December, because Nas is definitely not December music, and I, I, I need him to put that shit out. Uh, you know, I need that Nas in like. Late August, early September. He's a Virgo, so he's got to put it out at that time. So he's got to bless us fellow Virgos. Uh, I'm a big Nas fan. That's my favorite rapper. Uh, so uh, I'm hoping he puts that shit out, man. And I know I know Brooke is one is a big is a big Nas fan. I don't know if he heard that news. If I was waiting to uh, give get that to him. Yeah, I uh, I, I heard about it. Um, I'm I'm very excited. Um, but I definitely uh, won't mind getting it in December, man. I think I would love that as a Christmas uh, Christmas album. Really? Yeah. He's not a Christmas time. He's a he's a lead changing type of artist to me. Yeah, he could be that. He could be that too. But I I I, I, I would definitely like I, I, I could listen to Nas walking through Jersey in the snow. Like that's what <laughs> that's kind of what I what I think of when I listen when I think about Nas sometimes. Walking to the train station. <laughs> okay, that's dope. That's dope. But I uh, what's gonna call it? Like I said this has been another episode of the I Do It for Hip Hop podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. We reviewed Kendrick Lamar's fourth studio album, Damn, off TDE Aftermath Interscope. I am Great Pharaoh, and I do it for hip hop. I'm Soul, and I do it for hip hop. I'm, I'm a bug, and I do it for hip hop, for real this time. <laughs> All right, that's what's good. Alright, what's we call it? Real quick Real before I hang time. up while I got it recording, I gotta do something before we uh before we hang up, so just just uh bear with me.